as you learn to think differently, your world changes. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology and who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. Today we'll be talking about paradigms and paradigm shifts. Now, a paradigm is a theory, it's a concept, it's a theory about how things work. And we have concepts and paradigms about just about everything. We have paradigms in society, in science. Each one of us has his or her own paradigm about our place in the world, about what we think we are supposed to do here, what our goals are, what we can achieve. Paradigms stick. They're sticky. They do not want to let go. Oftentimes we learn things when we are children and we'll keep those things well beyond the time that was intended. If your parents told you when you were a child that you shouldn't talk to strangers, that was a good advice at the time. But if you keep the same paradigm well into your adulthood, this will bring you more trouble than anything else. And there are many people who actually do this, although this is just an example. It is not easy for us to let go of the paradigms that we have. It's kind of like when they train an elephant, they put its leg in a chain when it's small. And after a short period of time, when the elephant learns that it cannot move, it cannot get away, it'll simply give up. Then the chains will be taken away because they're no longer necessary. The paradigm is there. Typically, it takes a lot of new evidence, a lot of new information to take down a paradigm because we're not naturally inclined to do it. We don't want to. Even if the paradigm shift will be to our benefit. And we can think of paradigms in the way people see the world. And paradigm shifts like humans always like to think that we are special, that we are the center of the universe, that things revolve around us with or without any evidence. And when we did get evidence to the contrary, we fought it like hell. And there were gradual shifts, and they were typically not easy at all. You had Ptolemy, for example, with the geocentric idea of a universe, which was later replaced by Copernicus and the idea that not the Earth, but the Sun is the center which was a pretty daring idea in its own right, especially given the religious connotations 
Then Newton came with his universal theory of gravitation, which again put things in a different spot. Darwin. Talk about a paradigm shift. People still struggle with this one. Einstein and his theory of relativity. And the quantum mechanics, one of the later ones. Really strange to the contemporary physicists and scientists in general. Quantum physics, for example, is still really hard to understand, to wrap your head around, even though it is generally accepted, and in fact, a lot of our technology is based on the principles of quantum mechanics, and we only have those technologies, including IT and computers, thanks to the quantum theory. The Internet was quite a paradigm shift in its own right. Just a few decades ago, how weird would it be to say that in the future you would not need to leave the house to do just about anything? That millions of things called computers would be interlinked in a web that allows you to do just about anything without leaving your house, to get all the knowledge that humans acquired over millennia, just like that. So paradigm shifts are not easy to predict, they're not easy to do, and they change a lot. They usually come from the fringe. In science, you have the leading theories, theories that work at the moment, until enough evidence comes that renders the theory obsolete or inaccurate. When that happens, we become more open to the idea that things are different, that the model that we have doesn't really work as well as we thought. The good thing about science and scientists is they're actually open to this, unlike most of the rest of the population. They welcome paradigm shifts as the opportunity to see things in a different light, to understand something not previously understood. And in the same way as science paradigms shift, social paradigms shift, and individual ideas about life, about who we are and what we do, shift as well. Sometimes this takes an incident. Something happens to you that has you change your ideas. It could be a traumatic event, or it could be something positive, but typically it's strong enough to cause a shift. Sometimes it happens that people who used to be very negativistic turn around and realize that all those things that they saw in other people were really in their own head, and they turn around. I've seen this happen on a number of occasions. And there is usually a particular incident that is the driver of this change. You can think of it as an awakening, where you realize that what you thought was true wasn't, or it was only true because you made it so. 
which gives you the power to shift the perspective, to change the lens through which you see the world. When you change the lens, you can change everything. You can see new doors being open and old doors being shut. Revisiting old paradigms from our childhood is a good practice to do to understand how this works. Because we have many and we don't question them enough. So when you see a paradigm that is no longer up to date, acknowledge that you have it to begin with. You can't change what you don't accept, what you don't own. When you own your paradigm, then you can change it. Think about what you want to be different. Think about what new evidence you've come to see. What has changed since the time when the paradigm was formed? Then figure out what new directions you want to take, what new angle you can see that will allow you to see more than you did before. When you understand how the old paradigm works, you know what your new goals are, how they have shifted. Then you can take action. You can create a new reality that is more mature, that is more based on evidence, that is more your own doing than what happened to you years ago. And there's only one time that is the best time to do anything. And, and the time generally is 10 years ago. And the second best time that you have to make a change and to make something happen is today. It's not the best, it's the second best. It's almost as good. So think of this as your task for today. Think of the limitation that you think you have and then trace it back to when it was created. How did that happen and why? And what changed since then? If you go through the process, if you take a serious look at it, you will find that a lot has changed since that time. And this ability to revisit and change your paradigms is what makes or breaks a person. Because when people tell you that you can't do something, that there is a limitation to your ability to affect change in the world, they're not talking about you. They're reassuring themselves that they do not have to change. This has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the person talking. So, note what happens. Note that this person has this limitation. And see how you can avoid this mind trap. See what paradigm you want to have that is based on evidence. It is realistic while not being in any way unnecessarily limiting. Then take this to be your paradigm until you come with a better one.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. You can adjust your thoughts and your environment to better suit your goals. And it works best if you do it for other people's benefit. You can support this podcast by writing me a comment or suggestion at pdartofsd at gmail.com or just by telling your friends. Whatever you do today, leave the world a little better than you found it.